0: design company podcast episode 23 and today we're discussing giving so brother mo introduce us what is this topic all about
1: yeah so looking forward to today's conversation i've been confronted to the topic of giving a number of times and so i thought today would just be a really interesting thing to deconstruct the idea of giving through design company you know look at what what is giving you know what are the reasons that we give how can we give in a better way and ultimately, how can that contribute to a more, you know, prosperous society and collective?
0: So what is giving then and its purpose?
1: Excellent. Well, I think we'd start with the purpose of giving, right? So the thing is, there's so many motivations for giving. And actually, one thing I want to have a look at today, you know, we tend to separate giving in the, in the sense of giving within a transaction. So you give and you take something and sort of disinterested charitable giving. And so my point today is just to say, well, that all giving is a form of giving and that we are always receiving as well. So people very often think of giving just as like, well, I'm giving something, I'm not getting anything in return. Um, And so kind of one of the things I want to look at today is that actually, you know, when you do give, you do get back in various, many operational and more philosophical ways.
0: So that's, it's an interesting topic in the sense of, that recently I discussed with a person very dear to me the idea of giving and receiving love. It's a little bit more spiritual kind of context, Mm -hmm. but still nevertheless, an energetic exchange. Mm -hmm. The idea here that love is energy, a form of energy. So if I'm I'm giving somebody a, a hug, I'm both giving love and taking love because you know, I'm, mm. it's a reciprocal activity mm-hmm. of by hugging somebody, I'm giving them my energy and inevitably receiving their energy, but they can interpret it as I'm taking their energy, right? Mm. So, so this is kind of recent conversation I had with someone and, uh, you know, so is this what you're talking about?
1: Exactly. So I really like the idea, actually, like, obviously, you can't have any giving without the people, right? So the first kind of uh, aspect I see to stay in what you're discussing, which is, you know, kind of love, you know, personal relationships, I think people are often looking for looking to take what they can in terms of appreciation, respect, um, love, all these kind of things but they forget that they can also be the source of these good feelings. And so I think one of the big sources of suffering today for humans is that there's a big tendency to try and take as much as you can without realizing that actually your appreciation, your time and attention, well time is limited, but your human resources are nearly unlimited. And it really is up to you. Like you can create significant additional happiness in the world just by giving of yourself. There's a, there's a really good Muslim um, concept I like, which is the concept of charity. And what's really cool in the Islamic concept of charity is that um, it's not just about giving money to poor kids. It's like, you know, making coffee for your wife is a charity. Giving a smile to a person in the street is a charity. Uh, you know, helping someone out is a is a charity, you know. And so I think this idea of just... How can I say this? Uh not seeking it 's going to be paradoxical to what i 'm going to say next, but giving without without necessarily seeking an immediate counterpart and really the the play is this is that is if everybody in society moves towards a more giving mindset, well ultimately everyone 's receiving more
0: so this actually um sits nicely alongside with a quote I recently um stored and saved from a psychologist, Sam Vaknin, who says Mm. materialistic capitalism is a death cult. Mm. Uh, So what you mentioned there as giving in terms of making a coffee for someone or saying a nice word or all these kind of things, which we in capitalist society see perhaps and deem as fluffy, small things that don't matter. They're actually the the flavor of, of life. Exactly. They're the actual, the living part of healthy economic system mm. that is not a death cult, mm. but is more like a life project, so to speak. Because we don't want to create life cult either. Uh, we don't want to create any kind of cult, really. Mm. Uh, but if there is a choice between death and life, I would want to go for life. Life, and this is where people are not resources they're not things they're not products products are products people are these living uh creatures living beings that are really appreciative of somebody making a coffee, somebody uh, passing a nice uh, testimonial mm-hmm. over or thanking for things that have been done and recognizing things that have been done and so on. And that's all forms of giving, which is what you're saying. I'm just paraphrasing what you've said.
1: No, but it's good, you know, uh, paraphrase it to English. So that's, that's always useful uh, to, to explain that way. But, but coming back to the systematic thing you said, right? Let's look at giving with the context of the company and a form of giving that is the most off, the most recurrent one we see it's the employer giving a salary to the employee and the employee giving their time in return. Now, what you often see is that there's a denature, in French, denature, it's kind of like the, it gets perverted, right? So in very many dysfunctional places, you'll see places where the, the leadership is giving you your salary, you know, but the kind of phr- phrasing that and framing that as giving Your salary, as in, like it's a charitable donation. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. be grateful you're you're getting this money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And one thing that's really occulted is the fact that they're not just doing that; they're also taking from the energy, the happiness, the life uh, of the employee. Right? So, for me, it's like my personal value system on the business side. I'm a very big aficionado of the first of all paying it forward. Right? So, I mean, you've done this all so many times in your life, just helping people out without asking for anything in return you know this can be people they might never meet again but what you might find is during that hour or half an hour you're speaking with someone you never met before you're helping them you're actually learning new things as well because like you know you're seeing the world in a different way etc but also potentially that person might turn up in three years with like oh let's do this you know you know what i mean yes uh, the yeah so, so that's kind of on that side and then on the more kind of formal business collaboration side I really seek to have a healthy, mutually giving relationship. So first of all, like we're talking about the human level, appreciating people, just like, you know, sincerity, not like, oh, you're so awesome. But like really specifically thanking for specific good things that they've done and trying to create this great environment. And ultimately, when we're discussing contracts, when we're discussing how we're going to work together, making sure that the company gives them the resources they need. But more is kind of like entrusting them with what's required to succeed, and that they don't feel that they're being taken, but they see a path to voluntarily give the best of themselves in how they work with us. And so, this mutual giving, both in terms of resources and time, as well as on a human level, I think is what really puts us out there in terms of the avant garde of companies in the way we're dealing with people and creating this self sustaining, healthy environment.
0: Yeah, I think you know this is all kind of life sustenance, and in spiral dynamics, the idea of being at the integral level of self-awareness, which is stage seven of systems thinkers, uh, eventually you know people get into this self-awareness of supporting of life in general. So there is more, even more than people. There is animals, living things, all that kind of stuff, and you actually start giving back to nature mm. because up to that stage you're mostly taken from nature <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. exactly exactly so it is all about you know becoming ultimately sustainable participant in the human ecosystem you know can't take all the time you have also got to create um there, there is like a, also we're talking about the business side i just want to stop on the charity side for a second and this actually fits in nicely with systems and innovation so you know today we see a lot of charities like raising money doing stuff uh, with people giving there. So there's different forms of giving, right? First of all, I think we have to stop with these ads that pisses me off, like, you know, the ones like this small African kid that's like dying of hunger. I just feel like this is like an exploitation of human misery, you know? And I feel like a lot of the retail donors, people donating five, 10, 50 quid a month to these organizations is often, okay, I bought, I bought my little piece of peace of mind, you know, I'm good to go. Really, no, we need to help people understand that giving should be like an ongoing thing and obviously a monthly donation to UNICEF, right? Second thing, uh, we see these really big corporate donations. Um, and again, I'm gonna come back to the Islamic thing because I think there's a lot of like really good philosophical concepts there uh, in Islamic culture and uh, you know, in Quran, obviously. Um, there's this idea that you know charity isn't really worth much if it's charity that's done visibly, right? So for example, once I helped a friend of mine out with some groceries, um, I just saw it on the bag of groceries, didn't make it into a thing. I said, we're never talking about this again. And then that's it. Right. We're not talking about to our friends. It's just between us done. Right. And this for me is the real giving. It's like we should be giving without seeking to be seen to be giving. Right. Cause that's, yeah, that's yeah. what really creates a world where we genuinely care about each other. And so in terms of the giving as well, I just think this is more like sustainability. So kind of starting to go a bit off topic, but just in terms of how we run charities I think we also need to start moving towards self-sustaining charities, you know? So yes, having recurring donor revenue, et cetera, but really encouraging companies to charities to say it's totally fine for us to make a profit. That's not going to go to shareholder pockets, but it will help us ensure we can fund the organization and more activities throughout our life cycle.
0: So this again, springs about, um, uh, It's an example in the money realm, but it's a a giving thing and how the systems of Mm. giving work. I think it's the Somali community that have this thing where if somebody from Somalia wants to send somebody else, like usually their relative or someone like that, some money. Over, But all the way to the other side of the world, they have this network of people that are trusted enough to pass yeah. it hand to hand all the way from Somalia up to uh, somewhere in New York or wherever mm-hmm. and back down. And uh, literally every penny will make it and it will it will be, you know, it will be done. Uh, so so that's that's quite um quite powerful and also what that brings about is the idea of directness of giving so one Mm. of the reasons why i don't particularly like giving to charities is because charities are known in uk and in western world to skim off anywhere between 70 to 90 percent of the donations towards Mm. the admin and actually kind of really thick systemic kind of processing uh, aspects that don't actually make it towards the cause that they are supporting. So I very much like to give directly without expectation of getting anything back from the, from that person, certainly.
1: Yeah, this is actually something we're planning with Anya at some point in the future. is to set up a foundation that will be 100% automated with full transparency on the allocation of funds and the involvement in people. So really making sure that money is collected effectively and it goes to where it needs to go without all these kind of, as you said, middle layers skimming off, right? So just to come back to like the design company areas, products being the next one, if I had to like talk about giving as a product, I would say it's an experience, both for the person giving and for the receiver, right? So in terms of giving as an actual action, just an immediate thing, I think it needs to be a habitualized daily experience, you know, literally like, how can, like day ask yourself, how can I give something to someone without it costing me anything, you know? Like, I mean, I'll give a stupid example, right? Other day, we went on holiday south of France with a friend of mine. We had a booking there. We were arriving there at like 5 p.m. Called the guy, like, you know, actually we'll be there around nine. It seems like nothing, but all it cost me was 30 seconds on a phone call, you know? But this guy, he's got like a whole, like a vacation place to run. He's got various guests coming in and out, various activities. So just me by doing that one action, I remove a bunch of stress and questions for him for the evening and let him deal with this stuff in the afternoon. And it costs me 30 second phone call. So th- this is kind of the asymmetric giving we need to be thinking about ultimately is how can I achieve a really large impact for someone individually and directly without it costing me much. And I think that's the beautiful thing is once people doing this, it's not a zero sum game, it becomes an exponential return game because what you can give to me is different from what I can give to you. And so if we're both yep. giving to each other, it's just next level stuff basically.
0: Yes. And usually you'll find that every person tends to have some sort of abundance or even super abundance of certain type of resource that they, they tend to see as nothing special and so on, while the other person or a whole bunch of people would actually really, really like some of that resource. Uh, and, um, you know it's it's endless times where for example, in our local area during round round about this time, people have loads of apples right just growing in their trees and they they literally those apples start rotting away, so they'll just kind of give them away in boxes in front of their houses. And cause they don't really know what to do with them or they can't be mm-hmm. bothered to turn that into some sort of apple jam or juice or whatever, apple mm-hmm. pie. Uh, so, you know, in the past I've even recommended to uh, what, uh, one, of my, one of my nieces, you know, who was kind of at the time job, jobless and wondering what to do. And I said like, do you know how to make apple? uh jam she was like yeah I was like look at all this area is like full of apples that people don't know what to do with it you could literally start an apple jam business for a local area and she was like i never even had an i thought about that i was like yeah because you're not really thinking about how you could basically you could gift the other people, the relief of their apples and say, I'll clear up all your apples. Mm. And in that process, you could actually make a whole business out of it. And, you know, maybe even be featured in a local newspaper because there's now Worcester park, local apple jam and stuff. You know, so it just becomes like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But exactly, you expressed it very well. People don't realize they have a super abundance of resources inside themselves, right? So for example, we're talking about sharing ideas People sometimes can be like, oh, it's quite secretive. I don't want to talk about it. But actually, if we just had a conversation, and exchange information, we both gained information and the ideas multiplied and we gave each other a bit of time and effort. Right? So this is the whole idea of giving for me. It's like giving when it's done right, whether in a charity or a business or personal context, it creates something new that wasn't there before. It's not like transferring A to B. It's really like A plus B equals C. And that's the beauty of giving for me.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's something, and I know maybe I'm sort of stepping potentially outside of the realm of the topic, but um, uh, a certain capitalist guy, you know, that was at the time a mentor of mine uh, said to me that, you know, he gave a a very trivial example, but this example does resonate that he said when he first started his career, he was selling oranges right mm-hmm. but but he wasn't um uh, he didn't have any money and he didn't have any oranges mm-hmm. okay so what he would do is he would find a buyer for oranges okay and he would pre-sell the oranges uh at a certain price and then he would go and find a seller for oranges and find the arbitrage in between mm. right and so Without having anything on either end, he would actually create value, yeah, uh, by creating essentially that promissory contract between, yeah. It's but at the same he time, he was he was given one side. The thing they wanted, and the other side they wanted, because the orange seller was always looking for buyers, and the buyer was always looking for a kind of more convenient way to get oranges, yeah. right? And and what he ended up saying, he said that that he would he would make up something like hundred percent markup on that uh, because because he he would be able to in a sense like pre sell oranges, say to the bar, to the seller if I was able to pre-sell 20 kilos of your oranges, right, would you give me a lower price? And the guy was like, if I can just get rid of them all in one go, great, yeah? And to the buyer, he would say, well, if I bring them to you, you know, uh, will you give me this kind of price? So it actually arbitrage up on, this, on the buyer side and arbitrage down on the seller side without actually having anything at hand to start off with, but being the sort of the capitalist in the middle that has, you know, on the both ends, and uh, yeah.
1: In a way, it's a good realization actually, because what you just said bounces off nicely what I said about giving ultimately being an asymmetric item. I I think this is the thing we realize the most today, you know? Like, let's say we're both smokers, right? Uh, We both have like a pack of cigarettes. Okay, if you give me a cigarette, okay, it's cool, you gave it to me, but like the giving wasn't like so much. Appreciate it, you you know what I mean? But like, if like I'm in the desert, And it's like, oh, I'm going to die. And then Aisha with a bottle of water, I'm like, yeah, that's really awesome. Thank you for completely changing my reality. Even for you, it's just like a bottle of water, right?
0: Yeah, it's a timeliness and relevance. And actually, this ties in nicely into growth. Uh, Going back to also love and giving hugs and stuff. Uh, You know, there, there is a girl who made herself like famous on YouTube Uh, by standing in the middle of New York uh, Square and giving free hugs uh, to people. And actually, even that was kind of quite deemed as quite uh, sort of oppressive in some sense, because, you know, who is she to give hugs and so on? And like, why would we trust her to give her a a free hug? But uh, tying back to love, uh, there is this idea of uh, five love languages that, um, you know, and love is really, Uh, You know, uh, a sort of undefinable, nebulous term that can be, Mm. you know, uh, substituted for lots of other different things. I mean, I would Uh, actually
1: like to just bounce on that. You know, for me, my kind of operational view of love, which is not very romantic, (laughs) but my operational (laughs) view of love is it's not like some kind of like big master thing, like, oh my God, you know, it really is just a succession of attention to detail and like repeated daily actions. Because for me, like love is not a feeling it 's something that you consciously build with someone
0: yeah, so there 's the kind of different types of love as well, like love that you have towards a friend or love you have for mm. your wife or your sister or mother or child there 's different types of love or uh, what 's known as agape, which is like you have sort of inherent love for just about everything in the world or in universe. Uh, mm-hmm. Universal love but uh, or, uh, so but the the five love languages is the idea that some people appreciate different types of mm. love, expression, or gift, right in different modes, so some people resp- appreciate physical things, okay, some mm-hmm. people appreciate verbal. Uh, uh, language. Hmm. Some people appreciate actions and so on. So if and these are different types of love language. So for example, if you are of a type that appreciates verbal uh, gifts, okay, and I give you a mug, coffee mug, you would be like, even though that coffee mug might be gold plated, one-off, special, blah, blah, blah. You would actually appreciate a lot more if I just Simple told words. you that you're an amazing guy I really appreciate working with you, blah, blah, blah. Maybe even pen that in a handwritten letter, right? No. You'd appreciate that a lot more, even though the, the handwritten pen letter has virtually zero uh, technical value, but it has that spiritual and emotional value. And uh, I, think,
1: I think what you just said is actually a very powerful way for us to close off this podcast because this idea of five love languages, right? different people appreciate different things so in our asymmetric quest for really good Mm -hmm. giving that arbitrages differences we shouldn't just be thinking what can i offer we should be really thinking what does this person want and so really the most powerful forms of giving are when you deploy something that's really you can provide to someone in a way to someone who'd be really receptive to that so for example you know if you've got like a homeless person in this tree that you're helping Maybe they don't actually care about like having a mobile phone. Maybe they'd like to have some nice lunch there.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've even, you know, not to end it on a sort of negative note, but I've had circumstances where I've given a homeless person a sandwich in the street and thinking, you know, that I was helping. And just as I went past the guy, he would chuck the sandwich away and, and swear at me and say, I don't eat eggs. Right. Uh, And so that was like a lesson learned very early on for, for me to actually understand that even though I might be thinking that I'm helping often the time that help, however well intentioned may actually be received as the opposite of that help. And so there is actually a whole kind of science to this. And, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've certainly, you know, for anyone who is looking to soon get married or enter those kind of serious relationships, you know, if you understand that your wife or future wife-to-be is a, a, a linguistic kind of love language person, then uh, don't just kind of shower her with uh, materialistic gifts because she hmm. won't really appreciate that and vice versa, you know. so That would be um, nice, actually. The ROI on WhatsApp is better than the jewelry store. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing there is, there there is a very inherent uh, actually uh, sort of even calculation to that because if you are sending a lots of text messages to a person that you love you're giving away life energy and time, which is much more valuable than just saying like, hey, can I just buy you a ring or whatever yeah. every couple of months and we don't chat because I'm building my software and I'm building my empire and so on. But they're like, no, 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 I want your life energy, <laughs> right? So uh, there is a kind of thing there and it's, uh, it's all kind of balanced somewhat in the universe one way or another. So um, I think this is very, very uh, cool topic to um, to 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 really discuss and for anyone who's listening to this if you want to gift something of real value uh to your company then make sure to reach out to us and get the gift of anya and design company software
1: (laughs) couldn't have said it better myself looking forward to the next one then
0: thank you very much my brother cheers see you soon